This is episode 533 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, October 5th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cruznez, and today I will be talking about more Attack the Backlog, more Forza Horizon 4, and some Megaquarium. That is Megaquarium. It is if... <laughs> it is as if Mega and Aquarium had a baby together, and they decided to share the A. And the funny thing is, Mega and Aquarium met actually quite a while ago at a mutual friend's party, and at first they hated each other. Aquarium thought Mega was so full of himself. Oh, look at him. He thinks he's so mega, 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 mega. And Mega thought Aquarium was just full of shit because fish, they shit in aquariums. That's what they do. Where else are they going to shit? So he was kind of right. And so was she. But, you know, time passed and they started to like each other. And eventually, Mega asked Aquarium out. And then they started to fall in love. And eventually, they got married and said, hey... Why don't we have kids? But you know what happened? Mega was shooting blanks. His little spermy sperm sperms, they couldn't swim well like the fishy fishy fishes inside Aquarium's big old fat head. <laughs> but eventually they saw a doctor and everything was great after that. And his spermy spermy were fishing all through Aquarium's aquarium. And eventually she got pregnant and then they had a little baby. And that baby's Mega Aquarium. What a fucking bunch of nonsense that was. Mega Aquarium is actually one of those management sim games where you create your own aquarium and you fill it with tanks. And then you heat those tanks and you filter those tanks. And then you put the little fishies in those tanks. And then you feed the, the fishy. And then you hire people to feed the fishy for you because you're not going to do that. Why would you? And then people come and they're like, ooh, look at that fishy. Ooh, look at that fishy. And everyone's happy and you make money and you build a bigger aquarium. And you get bigger fish and you do all that jazz. Um, jokes aside, I've played maybe an hour of it or so. I finished the first campaign story mission and then just kind of dicked around for a bit i got a code for this a while it's on pc um mac windows linux and uh i believe linux too um but it's 25 bucks and in my little bit of time with it i've i really enjoyed it i i like these type of games i like management sims i like aquariums i like fish so it's fun to have a game that's focused specifically on that i there have been zoo tycoons and stuff like that, but I don't think or can't think of anything off the top of my head uh, of one that focused specifically on fish. Um, but in the little bit of time I put into it, it's pretty straightforward. It does a good job of easing you into all of the way things work. Uh, so you learn how to build tanks, uh, increase the size of your space, hire workers, uh, how to heat and filter them, uh, getting fish and learning about the differences between fishes. Uh, like some need to be in a minimum number of groups or they need a, a minimum number of their own kind because they need to be in groups. There are some that are more aggressive and shouldn't be put in tanks with docile ones. Um, there are ones that don't like sunlight uh, or don't like light at all and they need places to hide. They need shade and stuff like that. And it's it's just a fun little thing. One thing I really like, and this isn't anything new from a management sim like this, but 
when you are zooming in, you could zoom pretty far out or zoom in. But when you zoom fully in, it then puts you into a first person mode and you could just walk around the environment and look at the fish, look at the people who are visiting your aquarium and all that. And you're not an actual person in the space. You're just a ghost essentially. So you can walk into the aquariums and be right in there with fish. And as you unlock bigger tanks that are taller and have bigger fish in them, that's especially cool to walk into those giant tanks. But I've only really dabbled in it. But I'm enjoying what I've played so far, and I'm looking forward to playing more. Um, it's a it's a solid little uh, management sim. And if you are a fan of aquariums and all that, it's, it's definitely worth checking out because uh, it's nice to have a uh, fish that won't just kill each other. I mean, they can if you put the wrong fish together. But in my history with real fish, they just refuse to eat and kill each other, and then they're all dead, and it's terrible, and I hate it. So I have these fish that won't do that as long as I don't put them in the wrong tanks. I mean, they will always eat. I don't think there maybe there will be a situation, but... um. My little bit uh, I've played so far is cool, but I've only scratched the surface because there's an item that's a staff door for uh, where the staff can only go through that, but I haven't unlocked anything or any reason for the staff to be able to go to their own special place that the general public can't go to, and like I haven't created bathrooms. Or anything. I've created just a very, very basic aquarium just to get a handle of the general mechanics of the game. But I've enjoyed it. Moving on to the stuff that I've already talked about in past episodes. But first, before I get to that, I just want to mention that Game Informer, if you don't already know or don't follow them, their whole month-long feature is Dreams, the, the PS4 game from Media Molecule, which is about creation and all that kind of stuff. I'm super excited about that. There's a link to the hub for them in the post, but I'm... Super excited to hear more about the game, see more about the game. And it sucks that they don't still have a date for the beta or the, the game's official release, which is disappointing because it would be nice to know when that game's coming out or at least the beta. It would be really cool if it dropped at the end of the month or something. But unless they're lying, uh, the Game Informer editors who went over there, they don't know the dates for either of those. So who knows? Unless, you know... They just didn't want to tell them, and they're actually going to drop the beta this month or sometime soon. But I am so excited for that because I love the I love it conceptually being able to focus on one aspect of game design. So someone could be really good at making music, someone could be really good at making art, someone could be really good at designing, can uh, at modeling, and all these different things, voice acting, etc. And they can all come together and create something amazing. I like that collaborative aspect of it. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking that out. And I'm excited about the beta. Uh, and especially since the beta, the, the content created there will carry over. They're not going to wipe it or anything. I'm excited to get my hands on it and just dive real deep in it. I, I'm, I've always been interested in game design. And I've messed around with stuff like Game Maker and, and whatnot. But I've never... I've never gotten over that hump and I feel like there's a chance that something like this could help, especially since I can focus on making art or something like that or voice acting, which is something I really 
have wanted to get into for a while. And this could be a good place to exercise my chops to see if I'm capable of doing anything like that. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I think people should keep that game on their radar. If you even want to call it a game, I know that's a, like it's a, a, a tool where you can make games and games are in it. But I, I look at it as a tool first and I'm excited about it. But, um, Attack the Backlog, I just want to mention because I'm very happy with the response to the first episode. Got nothing but positive feedback from it, so that's been very uh, wonderful. I've been very happy with that because I really enjoyed making it, and I was really nervous about putting it out there. and just I, I didn't want to get hate from it, even though I'm sure episode two will get probably some hate because... The Symphony of the Night episode is just full of a bunch of love for this game that is beloved. And my El Shaddai thing is not going to be so glowing. It's going to be a lot of negative. Uh, there's going to be a lot of negativity in it. And whenever that happens, people, like, if you say something is great, usually people won't, I mean, unless you're really, really big and you got so many eyes on you, people aren't going to come out and go out of their way to tell you that you're wrong and that it sucks but if you say something isn't great people who love it will find you and they will just downvote you and hate you and tell you to go kill yourself but uh yeah it's late in the day if you can't tell i'm tired (laughs) uh it's been a long day but um I'm excited. I finished recording the audio for El Shaddai's episode, which will be episode two, and releasing on the 14th. And I'm excited to edit that video and finish that. And then after that, I'm doing Spec Ops The Line, which should be fun and hopefully pretty good because I hear nothing but great things about the story and that the game itself is just okay. But I'm excited to finally really play because I think I've played the first mission two or three times and I just never played more than that so I'm excited to actually play it and stick with it and finish it and see what I think of it Uh, though I'm I am worried that expectations are maybe too high because of all the praise I've heard from so many people and people I really trust Um, so that'll be fun and then after that I'm not entirely sure I I'm happy that I contacted Elgato about my game capture because I was looking in how I could uh, capture PS3 footage because I knew I did it at a point in time and I thought maybe it was because at some point they allow they added the option to turn off HDCP or whatever it's called uh, like you can do on PS4 to get to bypass that but that isn't there and then I looked it up and there was a, a cable that was included that you need specifically for PS3. And I was like, oh, ship. I don't have that. I don't know where that is. That could have been a cable. Because I, I, I purge a lot of cables that I had no idea what they were for anymore. Because I'm like, sure, I maybe I need this for something. But if I don't know what it's for, how important is it to me that I still keep this? I've got so many cables. I need to get rid of some of these, uh, these friggin' things. So maybe I threw it away. Or maybe it's just somewhere in a box tucked away. Um, but I contacted them and they're shipping me out one for free, which is nice. Um, 
So that'll be good so I can actually capture stuff because more so than being able to capture PS3 games, I have uh, an original 60 gig. And so I will be able to go back to PS2 games and PS1 games. And that is the more important uh, side of it. Um, and yeah, I, I got, I can't remember if I mentioned it last time, but I got it in the mail. I haven't tried it yet, but the converter that allows me to use HDMI on the Wii and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dabble in more consoles and whatnot and just jump around the pl- all over the place. Uh, so that'll be fun. <laughs> And I was looking through some of my old tubs of cases, and I realized I have more box copies of Genesis games than I thought I did, complete copies. And I don't mean I have like hundreds. I mean I have maybe 25 or 30 or so, which surprised me. I did not know I had that many. I know I have a handful of NES ones. I can't remember what I had. I I know I have the original Ninja Turtles because I like having it. I like the way the box looks, and I know the game is not good, but I still love it because it's the Turtles. I have Little Nemo, because I love Little Nemo. And then I might have Contra. There are a few more. I don't remember what. But I haven't. I still haven't found my other NES cartridges, like Captain Skyhawk. But I found a good chunk of my... I found my, the rest of my Sega Genesis ones, which is good. Zero Tolerance. What a wonderful first-person shooter that was. I have Desert Strike. I think I might have all the Strike games. Box complete. They're great games. And I'm thinking about uh, with Attack the Backlog and older games that are shorter. Because I'm I'm pretty sure, like, other than RPGs and whatnot, most of the games are pretty short. That Should they still be regular episodes or should I have, like, bite-sized episodes? Like... I don't know, because it's not just because they're short doesn't mean they don't deserve a full-length episode, and that could be easy to bust out a whole bunch at a time. And especially if I'm gonna play games like if I go back and play the Mega Man games, because I've only finished Mega Man two, the amount of time that will be spent just dying over and over again that that's a that adds a lot probably because I. If I went back to, say, Mega Man and all those, I wouldn't want to look up the order, the the preferred order or any of that stuff. I would want to go into it blind and just see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I've been loving it. I'm having a blast making it. It's only two episodes at this point, but I'm I'm optimistic in the future of the series and just how I played El Shaddai did not enjoy it but I really enjoyed the process of recording the audio and I'm going to enjoy editing the video and if I can enjoy find enjoyment out of even a game like that that I was incredibly frustrated by then I I think it's good for the future of the series at this very 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 early point in it but yeah other than that Forza Horizon 4 which just playing a bunch of it I'm three boards away from getting them all the last three i have are in spots that i just think are gonna be a hassle and just require a lot of trial and error of trying to hit them from a specific point and getting the right amount of speed and hitting at the right angle and it's just going to be really annoying there are some that 
you need to do the danger signs to unlock enough of the to unlock a certain number of the ramps which will allow you to get to them like there's one on top of a church that you can't get to unless you unlock a ramp first um i hate the showcases still because i think i mean the showcases to me are as bad as quick time events where they give you this faux sense of agency and that and make you feel like you actually are in control or have any control over this awesome spectacle when in reality it's all bullshit and the rubber banding is garbage and because they want to keep it exciting and and intense the entire way through you end up screwed if you maybe make a a bad decision or screw up uh, in the last second and this is more so for me who doesn't play with rewind but you could always just rewind until you get it right but I just, I don't like them conceptually. They just, I whatever, I don't need them. I prefer them in like the beginning when it's that opening thing and it doesn't really matter if you win or not or they just really make sure you win. They'll, they'll slow everything down. I like, I don't need to play these stupid things. And even like you could lower it on newcomer difficulty and it's still going to be the same shit. And I hate that. Uh, I hate the fact that it's not a difficulty race. There's no difficulty to it. It's just bullshit. Um, But I'm still enjoying the game. Uh, The transition to... I wish... Because I don't think I saw this, but I wish when you loaded the game in a new season... uh, Into a new season for the first time, you saw some kind of transition. But I guess that would only happen if you were playing the game as it transitioned. And I I don't like that. I kind of wish I could see a transition when I loaded it up in the new season for the first time. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's Forza. And I really like it. And who knows how much longer I'll be playing it because I'm, I'm a good... I'm good just so much into it. Oh, boy. I think that's a good time to end this here episode. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter... Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Twitch, Stream, Steam, all the usual places. I don't know what's going on. At PX Sausage on PSN, I am the Kush 3. Will I always be that? I don't know because there are rumors that name changing is coming, but then some people are saying that doing so will unlink your PS3 and Vita accounts, which if that's the case, go to hell. Sony, figure that shit out. What is wrong with you? This isn't acceptable. Um... It's just a garbage thing, but I guess if you're not going to charge us for it, except you have to have a plus membership, I'm pretty sure, which I don't want to renew, but if I can change my name and not lose those accounts, I'll do it, which is more than the $10 you have to spend on Xbox Live. Oh, if you're watching the video, this is so exciting. Um, Yeah, the site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which is also on YouTube, and you should check out that version, youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage. But all the podcasts are available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like crazy, kooky, colorful art, like some of the stuff if you're watching the video that you can see in the background, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. And if you see something you like, you click it, and there will be a link 
to where you can purchase a print of that piece you fancy so much. And if you fancy the site and all the stuff we do, like the podcast, like the art, like this crap, I don't know why you would like this, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. Why the hell would you after all this crap that I'm just doing? I don't know, but uh, you can do it. And I'd be so happy if you did. But I think that's a good place to say...